Hey, it's Bill Simmons. Sorry to hijack Sal's feed, but we found out that Super Dave passed away. Our friend Bob Einstein. Um, he died at age 76. He was one of the funniest people I've ever met in my entire life, if not the funniest. Really hard to explain how hilarious he was uh, playing off people. And there was just nobody like him. He made everybody laugh. I've been around a lot of funny people in my day, and he was in the top three. And it just was delightful to be around. And the most sarcastic person I've ever met in my life. The reason I'm telling you this is because we are rerunning a podcast that we did on Against All Odds. Cousin Sal, Super Dave, myself, um, which was, I think, the most popular podcast that we ever did on this feed because people were just passing it around because they couldn't believe how funny Super Dave was. So instead of sending the link to that podcast, we are just republishing that now. Super Dave, uh, you will be missed. You were the best. You really were. And you're about to hear it on this podcast. There was nobody funnier than this guy. Here it is. All right, welcome back Against All Odds with Cousin Sal. This is going to be great. It's so great. Bill Simmons has joined it's me. Great to have an introduction <laughs> like that. He, uh, that, that's that's hey, not are Bill you Simmons. Reading this off a piece of paper. <laughs> How are you doing this? Is it ad lib? Oh boy, Bill so Ray. Do it. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm well, all right. Listen, Bill's here. I bet your three listeners are eating right now. That other voice is one of the funniest guys I know. He's coming on as a favor and to insult me and Bill. And you know him from so many things, most recently HBO's Curb Your Enthusiasm, as Larry David's dear friend, Marty Funkhauser, Super Dave Osborne himself, Bob Einstein. Super, thanks for coming on. Sal and Billy, I love you both. And I was just telling you earlier, I, I just drove down the street. Just to test what the show was like, uh -huh. and I screamed out of the car, and uh, I felt what it's like to have a podcast, because <laughs> there were three or four people who reacted. <laughs> That's terrible. All right. Okay, so you got your insult out of the way. You don't have to do that oh, anymore. Oh, come on. Don't, is that what you're going to do? <laughs> you're going to be a teacher? Is that what the whole show is going to be? No, Simmons, tell them what the show is going to be. We're big fans. Come on. You it's, know who we are. It's a game. Right, go ahead. Go ahead. It's a gambling podcast. Yes. And you allegedly have gambling stories. Yeah, tell us a gambling story. Oh, here's a gambling story. Two guys in a in a bar. Oh, no. And what? Who said I like that? <laughs> no, nobody. No. It's Tate the producer. Are you comment like that? That's our, <laughs> whole show? That's our producer, Tate. He, I guess he's heard this one before. I don't know. Okay, two guys in a bar. One of them drinks so much he throws up on his shirt. Right. He says, what am I going to do when I go home? She's going to kill me. He says, don't worry about it. Tell her some other guy at the bar got sick. Drop in your shirt and to prove it. He put $10 in your pocket. I'm putting 10 in there now. He said, you're brilliant. He goes home. He said, I, my his wife goes nuts. He said, this wasn't me. Another guy at the bar got sick, threw up, and to prove it, he put $10 in my pocket to get it clean. She reaches in. She says, it's $20 here. He said, I know. He also shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> that's your gambling story. <laughs> well, that's got to do with gambling. You I guess it is. On that joke. It's a little bit of gamble. All right. Let's talk. <laughs> Super. Let's talk about Curb. What? What? What it, was do you a, want? it was a great you season. Want any jokes? No. <laughs> what, do you want me to pick games? No, I don't want you to pick games. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Tell me about Curb. I think Marty Funkhauser was the MVP. Simmons, you agree? 
Eh. <laughs> I had him second team All NBA. Really? Oh, second really team All Curve. You know, I love that. <laughs> I love when Mr. Simmons goes. Eh. Well, who else? All right, you know, he was all right, but you know what? He could have been replaced in a millisecond. <laughs> who was better? Who were the other Susie? MVP? Susie no, I mean, if we're gonna have this conversation, let's have a serious okay. conversation about right. it. the MVP candidates. Yeah. Um, I, I supers in there. Let's get Larry out of the way because he drives. I thought it was. Bus. I got to say, really strong Jeff Garland season. Oh, I love really? the real estate episode. Yeah, I liked when he was involved with the realtor. I thought it was good. Susie's always there. Uh, yeah, I think Super's the favorite. I think the audience should decide, though. Maybe they should hit you on Twitter. Yeah, let's do that. Let's have the audience uh, decide who the MVP of uh, of Curb was. <laughs> Super, you have all ten people writing a card or something. <laughs> Super, who thought of the name Funkhauser? Because it's really perfect for you. Kid walking down a hallway. <laughs> he was screaming in his parents' bedroom, opened the door. His father's wearing an Opal rig and bunny shoes. Mother wearing a Girl Scout uniform, and they're going at it. He said, Daddy, what's going on? He said, nothing, sweetheart. We're just having some fun. Go to bed. I'll talk to you in 20 minutes. 20 minutes later, father's trudging down the hall. He's screaming in the kid's bedroom, opens the door. Kid's having sex with his grandmother. He said, Billy, what are you doing? He said, it's not so funny when it's your mother, is it? <laughs> and that's how the name Funkhauser came to life. Okay. That's, exactly. All right. It makes sense now. <laughs> all right. Now, Funkhauser was Larry's idea. It was his idea. And you have a lot yeah. of fun on the You have fun on the set, or is Larry all business? Of course it's fun. It's all I've lived, the whole show. I heard a lot of your lines were scripted. That's, I heard all of them were scripted. Yeah. That's not true? No, he's, I guess he's going to say it's not true. I thought he was the only one they had to script. Yeah, they heavily scripted you. No? I'll sit here and wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait till you're through. Okay, I'm through. <laughs> I love it. Who's your favorite athlete, Super, if you don't like Lenny mm. Dykstra? Let me ask you this. I'll oh. ask it this way, all right? Because uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have fun favorite with this. Favorite baseball player by far is Willie Mays. Really? Okay. Okay. I knew John Wooden, mm -hmm. which was an honor. And I was having breakfast with him, and I said, who's the greatest player of all time? Now, in my heart, I expected him to say, Al Cinder. Mm -hmm. Or maybe Walton. Or maybe, uh, maybe uh, 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 Jordan. Mm -hmm. Or maybe Oscar Robertson. You know who he said? Who'd he say? Kobe Bryant. Did he really? Wow. That's and what he said. I know I didn't. I know I, I didn't why? like John Wooden. Because he plays defense as hard as he plays offense. You know, Bill is obviously a big Celtics fan. He doesn't like. He doesn't like. I didn't that. like that story. That. I didn't like that. that story at all. Did, did Did John Wooden, the booster that paid for all his UCLA players, did that guy pay for the lunch or no? Oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. My ass. <laughs> my favorite moment, I think, of all time was Magic going across the. Yeah. Oh, the junior skyhook? What was interesting is Kareem was wide open under the basket. And he would have dunked the rebound if it missed. Yeah. No, but if he had not missed the hook, the game would have been over. He could have flipped it to Kareem. Oh, that he could have done that too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kareem, Kareem never got the Kareem, but to me, was the greatest player that ever lived. I, I, he never got the credit. He never got the credit, but God, was he great. It's because he didn't work the media. Kareem. I he didn't work the exactly reporters. Right. Yeah. He didn't like them.
And you know what? A brilliant human being. Was brilliant. he? Yeah. yeah. He's a really good writer. Hmm. I would yeah. love to have him at the yeah. ringer, but he uh, he's got like a Hollywood yeah. reporter thing, but he writes these really thoughtful pieces. He's hmm. good. Wow. I don't know if he's a good Who's hang. Who's the greatest football player? Who's the greatest football player you ever loved? You mean other than Tom Brady? Yeah, Bill's a big <laughs> Bill's a big Tom Brady guy. He's five Super Bowls. How can how can I not be? What do you think, you know Super? What's great is the uh, coach of, of uh, Brady's team when he does interviews. Belichick. Yeah. Isn't he just a delight, especially <laughs> when he loses? <laughs> you ask him a simple question, you know, how's your family? And he looks at you like your toilet. <laughs> just a piece of crap. He's a winner. He's a winner. Yeah, he's a winner. What we'll was, see what happens. What was I'll your favorite you the team? Game that I bet on. Go ahead. All right, this is okay, good. Story. Two things I bet on. I bet on Seattle in 2015 oh. against New England. Oh yeah. <laughs> and we got down to that play where the, you remember the back that was running up the middle with five yards every time. Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch. He's still alive. Yes. Yes. So we either give it to him or Russell Wilson, who is a phenomenal rollout. Mm -hmm. So you roll him out, you send two ends in the end zone or an end in the back, he either throws it or waltzes in the end zone for a touchdown to Mm -hmm. win. Mm -hmm. That's an No, you throw it over the middle. (laughs) See how upset I am? Well, super. See how 500. The 500 listeners you have are upset. <laughs> We're up to 505 now. I, we're doing well. Super, oh, okay. I would have lo- I lost a lot of money on that game, too. I would have loved Did to have you seen your face. I would have loved to have seen your face after that play, after that I w- interception. No, no, I was with Sal when he lost money on that game yeah. at Jimmy's house. You were? And, and it was like Ben Affleck and Dickie from Jimmy's show. And, and who was the Matt other Boston Damon, one? Damon Matt Damon. There. Yeah. And we had like this big Boston hug, and Sal lost him like. A million dollars. It was, it, it was the worst moment of Sal's life. It was life. vomitous. It yeah. was vomitous. He was throwing super. up on himself. You would have hated it. I had Super Dave. I had Holyfield. I had Foreman. I had Sugar Ray. Oh, yeah. I had, oh, I'll tell you a great Joe Lewis story. but And and I loved them all. Uh, Foreman and Holyfield, I, were pre- I was pretty close to. And when, when Foreman was first on the show, he was like a light heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I said, what is your dream? He said, I'm going to fight Tyson. Hmm. And I, in my mind, I said, no, you're not. You can't. And mm. he fought him. Great fought fight. Him once, beat him. And then the second fight, I'm watching him go back to his stool without, without an ear. Yeah. Oh, now, yeah. I mean, you go back to your stool and your nose is bleeding or you got a cut on your eye. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. But the, guy, the guy's talking in his ear and he can't hear him. And Tyson is over there chewing on his ear. <laughs> Never seen anything like that. I don't think that that has to still be. I don't think anything will ever top that as the most bizarre moment in big sports history, right? I remember. Never. never. I, and then you know what? He bit him again. Right. He got him again. It's, ki- it's kind of like a JFK assassination moment. I think anyone yeah. who loves sports remembers where they watched the fight, if they whether they were there or they were home. I, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, but I don't think I could. Quite compared to that, but <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Super. He's just saying. Yeah, about, yeah, yeah, oh all my right. God! It's a lot like when he, uh, uh, Manson killed those people. <laughs> it reminds me of that. But anyway, 
<laughs> Do you not remember where you were when you watched the home field of your fight? <laughs> you grew up here in LA, Stupid. What's your, who was your favorite team? You said the Lakers. Was it the 80s Lakers or I the mid-80s? I love the Lakers. I love yeah. the Rams. I love the Dodgers. Oh, uh-huh. the Rams are back. And you know what? You know what we had here? You know what we had? What? We had the greatest announcers in the world. Yeah, we it's true. We had Chick Hearn for basketball, and we had Vince Scully for baseball. Mm-hmm. And that made the games 20 times more interesting than they were. Yeah. And I'll tell you a great story. Go ahead. My stepfather was very ill in the hospital and I called Vin and I asked him if he could just say something to my stepdad because he was listening to the radio mm-hmm. and he said I can't do it he said because I get 2,000 requests a day I said I understand hang up at the end of the pregame show he says Bernie Bernstein I hope you get better pal I mean, it, wow. was, it was unbelievable. Oh, that's nice. That's, yeah, it was unbelievable. That is a nice story. What about the Rams yeah. now, though? Do you care that they? You'll never go see them, right? Who? The Rams. You won't see them play here, will you? No, I like them now. They're young. I like their coach. I'll never go see them. Yeah. I'm not driving down the Coliseum and sitting there <laughs> and then drive back. Oh, I'm going to tell you what I did. Yeah. Let me tell you what I did. Yeah. I'm at the Dodger game in Oakland. Okay. Mm-hmm. Eighth inning, I said to my wife, let's get out of here. This is too jam-packed. We'll get home. Right. I'm on the freeway, and now batting, Kirk Gibson. Oh, oh no. wow. Oh, no. Yes, I hear it on the radio. Ugh. How was that? That's bad. That's not good. <laughs> yeah, that was that a rough story. Good, was it? No, no, that's a sad story. It makes me think it wasn't that the... Was I want to go back to Curb because we taught you told that story that it made me think with the Dodgers. You had it wasn't this season. You had an empty seat next to you at the Dodgers game, and Larry wanted it right. Uncur- what what was the story yeah, with that? I that love was a that. Great story. Yeah, I love. And I wouldn't it. give it to him because my father died. Right, and it was my father's seat. Right, that's exactly. He had right. driven to the game with a hooker so he could drive in the uh, <laughs> the uh, HOV you lane. know the three thing lane. Right, right. I loved it. Yeah, I loved that was a great. That was a great show. So, so he came up. You came up with that one, Super? No, I didn't come up with that. Larry did. Oh no, Super. He already told us all his stuff is scripted. He didn't. Yeah, that yeah was, I uh, didn't say it was scripted. <laughs> I thought you did. That's, that's how I heard I it. I said it was ad lib. Okay. Oh. The, the dialogue is out lib. So it is kind of scripted. <laughs> I loved, I love Super uh, when you choose your girlfriend who was insufferable over Larry, and he's okay with it. That was, my, <laughs> I think, my favorite thing you did this year. Let me tell you, the best episode was Palestinian Chicken. Mm. Oh, that yeah. was great too. Yeah, that give was us awesome. your top. That a beauty? Give us your top three, Super. I'm going to give you Palestinian Chicken. I'm going to give you. I loved the episode this year with the water. Uh-huh. I thought that was a great episode. Oh, you like the, oh, the tap water? One? Yeah. yeah, the yeah. tap water at the table. Yeah, that yeah. was fun. Yeah, I thought that was a great one. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> it's like, a, yeah, go on, <laughs> asshole. Um, oh, this is a good joke. You want to hear it? Well, how about giving us a third? Wait, give us a third curb. <laughs> You like the Lin Manuel Miranda? Wait, can I? Can I give you my favorite? Go ahead. Let's hear both. My favorite ever 
is the end of season two, I think, the restaurant with the Tourette chef. Because it wrapped up the whole season, and it's just the greatest ending. Yeah, I was and I, I, I was lost my mind. It was not as I, good as Palestinian. Church. And I loved when she's up there screaming <laughs> anti-Semitic things while he's having sex with her, and I'm sitting down with a yarmulke the size of a hubcap, and they come downstairs, and he introduces me to her. Sasha, this is Larry. Larry, this is Sasha. That was a great. What was the one with your sister that? Uh, that Jeff had sex with. What episode was that? His sister. I don't know, but that, that, she was the cousin. Ill. Yeah, cousin. the mentally ill. The cousin. Oh, yeah. The mentally ill cousin. Yeah, That's that way up there. That's way, way up there. How about the one where Larry stole the flowers from where my mother was killed? <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, right. That was a classic. Good too. You like it. some great ones. My father with a five wouldn't open it in front of the congregation. <laughs> Super, I sense that you don't like when uh, a new, they, they inject a new, ca- a big character. I'm not going to mention names, but like Lynn Manuel Miranda. You, yeah, he didn't like you, that. You could do without that. <laughs> Why do you say that? I, I think, well, Miranda. Yeah, right? Why do you say I don't like that? Well, it takes away from you a little bit. It takes some shots. Oh, you're, that's, you're not... that's the lowest. That is absolutely... <laughs> I'll give you a great joke right now. All right. <laughs> um, three people are waiting for the electric chair, an Irishman, an Italian, and a Polish gentleman. And the warden says, I want you to come up one at a time, make your final statement, and take it like a man. <laughs> Well, Flaherty, you first. The Irishman comes up. What's your final statement? He says, I'm innocent. He says, sit down. Pulls the lever, nothing happens. He says, that's a million to one. Get out of here. Just happy you're next. The Italian comes up. He says, what's your final statement? He said, I'm innocent, too. He says, sit down. Pulls the lever, nothing happens. He says, that's a billion to one. Get out of here. Jablonski, you're next. The Polish gentleman comes up. He said, what's your final statement? He said, first of all, that chair's unplugged. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Super, you used to come on our show and uh, force, you used to say Cleto. You'd come on Jimmy Kimmel Live and you'd say, Cleto gave me a joke in the bathroom. I'm not going to tell it. And you'd, and you'd wait and the audience would demand that you'd tell it. Uh, do you remember, you, you've been on our show. How many times do you think you were on Jimmy Kimmel Live? I asked the writer's assistants to look it up. I don't know. You want to guess? I don't know that, but I can I, I guess. Do that yeah, on Johnny Carson, the same thing. I know, I know, but forget Johnny and Carson. Johnny would say, and Johnny would say, "Well, I think the audience would like to see." I, what I'd have is pieces from Super Dave, right? And I would call Johnny Jimmy. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he would correct me, and I'd look at him like I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I bet he's been on twenty-nine times. Wow, that's an excellent guess, uh, Super. What would you say? I would say six. <laughs> 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 you guest host two weeks. It had to be 10 at least. It's 30. 30? How? Okay. Simmons almost right out. Time. 30 I was thinking twice a year for 15 I, years. So, I know you idolize it. Johnny Carson and Letterman. You, you were on 30 times my cousin had you on. Sal, can I tell my Super Dave? That's a lot. Can yes. I, can I tell my Super Dave story? Please, please. So in 2009, um, Super Dave came on my podcast, mm-hmm. which was only we like- Oh, it was the best. And it was like two years in, and it was really when they were being assholes about editing me and taking stuff out mm-hmm. and just being super skittish. And I was battling with them all the time. Super Dave told this hilarious joke mm-hmm. that they cut. Right. And I was they did? and I was so <laughs> mad. <laughs> they cut it. I was so mad and I'm fighting back and forth. And come to find out, Super Dave had told the same joke 
on the Conan O'Brien show. Oh, come on. <laughs> six days earlier, which I didn't wasn't personally offended, but then that helped my argument oh, that he had already that Conan it flew for the Conan O'Brien show, but was too edgy for my podcast. It was right. like so my podcast isn't edgy as the Conan O'Brien show. Yeah. So Super Dave was this pawn. I don't believe yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, it's hundred percent true. You're this pawn in my game as ESPN was oh. censoring me. Thank you, Super That's Dave. The lowest. <laughs> Super, am I going to find out that you were telling all these jokes uh, on my podcast no, on, it, on NPR I, or listen, something? It was one bad experience. I'm not saying it defines the man. All right. Very possibly, yes. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Who's the greatest comedian, Super Dave? If you had an hour left to live and you could watch only clips of one comedian on YouTube, who is it? Well, I'm going to tell you who I love. Yeah. I did 18 hours of his show. Well, I, I loved Pryor, but I loved... Red Fox. Oh, you loved him, yeah. Red Fox. Revered. Loved him. Now, if you didn't know him, you were you were kind of removed from him. You didn't know how fucking brilliant he was. He was the funniest, huh? Joe Lewis on. You yeah. know what that's like? That's Babe Ruth. Right. And, and Joe was fairly old at the time. So I said to Joe, what you're going to do in the middle of Red's monologue, you're going to punch him like you're going to punch him in the jaw. Mm-hmm. So in the middle of Red's monologue, he punches him, but he does. And Red goes down. And in, in a velvet suit, he comes up with a knife. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did he really? He came up with a knife for Joe Lewis. <laughs> that would have been on he YouTube. Was the greatest. Yeah. I loved him. Uh, that was, was, I'm always fascinated by that 70s comedy scene when you had all these amazing... Talents oh, that were just writing. Here's yeah. The great, and then let me tell you this story. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I started with Glenn Campbell and then went right to the Smothers Brothers. And that had I mean, everybody. Ph- yeah. Phenomenal. Let me tell you this story. I'm, uh, I had done six years with Bizarre. John Biner was the star of that show. And it was the first show in the history of cable. And then we got six years of Super Dave. And the first show of Super Dave, I said to my partner, we got to have a blockbuster. We've got to have a guest that just knocks their socks off. And my favorite human being of all time, and still is, was Ray Charles. Hmm. There was no human being that was a better talent. I mean, musician-wise, he could do anything and singing anything. Was he he better than Lin-Manuel Miranda? Uh, No. uh, No, okay. Not as good as him, (laughs) but... Almost. Okay. <laughs> okay. If you bring that name up again, I'm going to walk through a window. Okay? All right. Bye. Okay. So I call him up. I feel like such an asshole. Yeah. But I call him up and his manager answers. You know, I said, hi, my name is Bob Einstein. I, I play a character called Super Dave. And the manager said, I don't know who you are. So now I think he's going to say, get off the phone because I want to talk to uh, the time or something. So I said, I'm going to ask you something, and I don't even know how to say it. But we do a show in Canada called Super Dave, and I would do anything in the world to get Ray up here to do my first show. We don't have a lot of money, but he is a human being that I respect, love. He said, I'll call you back tomorrow. He calls me back. Listen to this, please. (laughs) He calls me back and he said, Ray will do the show on one condition. Mm -hmm. I said, what? You put him in a stunt. 
Wow. Mm. Did you hear me? Yes, yeah. You put him in a stud. <laughs> That's so beyond wow. Okay. That's so beyond wow. <laughs> so what we did is we opened the show. Mike Walden was my announcer. He's waiting for me. All of a sudden, the car comes in on two wheels. It spins around 16 times, goes up a ramp, through a giant billboard of me, crashes down. I go out the passenger window. Mike Wallen said, Super Dave, that's the greatest opening style. I said, I'm hurt, Mike. Of course you are, but that was, I said, let's go to commercial. Well, don't you? I said, go to commercial. So they do. I said, oh, my God, am I hurt. What a stunt. I said, it wasn't a stunt. And I opened the driver's side and Ray gets out. He said, I'm sorry, I wasn't used to driving a stick shift. <laughs> I said, I should have known that when we went through McDonald's 37 times. <laughs> and we walked in and he did, what did I say? He did every one of my first shows for five, six years. He did my movie, Ray Charles. Wow, that's great. Is that something? That's terrific. It really is. Do you take it personally that you never get mentioned in the in the early, like, early 90s, late 80s, when they talk about how cable comedies... And people forget your show is on Showtime. It's like Showtime didn't even exist in people's minds in the 80s when I felt like it was like toe-to-toe with HBO there. I don't know. I feel like... You know what? You're exactly right. It was, but it wasn't. You're 100% right. What was off? We just just didn't have the households. And HBO had tremendous publicity. Because your show and Shanley's show... Yeah, Shanley Show. What? I love Shanley Show. Your show. I don't. I think there was one other Showtime show, but it really wasn't until HBO got Larry Sanders that their their You're actual programming right. took off. That it's was the first good show they ever either. had. Yeah. Yeah, we won Ace Awards. We won everything. Do you know for the Smothers Brothers, we were picked up for twenty six shows. We won the Emmy for writing. And then we were canceled. Jesus. Wow. Is that well, they, unbelievable? But they, they were too close to the line. Didn't they make the network uncomfortable? That would, that would seem like but a censorship we thing. Up. The president, Nixon, did it. Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. What did he do? Yes. Not a good guy. Remember when we had, we had David Fry on, who was an impressionist, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find him. And I walked in the bathroom, and he was taking a shit doing Nixon. <laughs> so it was like Nixon taking a shit. That was another one of those. I remember when Nixon got assassinated. I remember where I was. Nixon? I was just trying to oh. see. Super Dave was still paying attention. Come on. That's not right. <laughs> what happened? Super. <laughs> All right, Super, who wins a comedy battle? I'm glad you mentioned that. The Smothers Brothers or the Wayans Brothers? I have Wayans. Uh, Wayans minus 250. Oh, no? That's outrageous. The Smothers Brothers were way up there. There's more Wayans Brothers. Smothers though. Brothers, Smothers Brothers were were absolutely sensational. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they gave they gave look, we were kids. Mm-hmm. Wanna hear how we got the job? Sure. No, do you or am I gonna bore the shit out of the three <laughs> listeners? I'll well, you know, I'll take it we could we could take a chance we're up at this to five hundred and sixty listeners. It's climbing. <laughs> no, you're gonna this. You might not if you don't cut it out because okay. I'm going to do it on Conan. All right, good. Um, <laughs> I'm working in an advertising agency. Uh-huh. If this bores you, cut it out. I'm serious. All right, okay. And uh, there was a guy, Bob Arbogast, and uh, 
he was a very, very good hot radio guy. And he also had a local television show, and I loved him. So I would use him as voiceovers. So one day I said to him, look, I want to go on your television show. I want to be the guy who puts the stars' names in Hollywood of the sidewalks. So he said, okay. So I come on, and I'm the guy who puts it on. Then, then someone in the crowd asked me, well, what do I have to do to get her? I said, well, and I went through a whole lot of research. We want to know where you went to school, how you studied, blah, 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 blah. And so finally Bob said, well, what if I didn't study? How would I get it on? I said, do you have 20 bucks? Okay, good laugh. I go home. <laughs> Next day, my secretary says, um, Bob, there's a Tom Smothers on the phone for you. So I pick up the phone. I said, uh, hey, Tommy. He said, hi, Bob. I said, listen, my, my uh, uncle's a hunchback, and he's straightening up today, so I'll call you back. And I hung up. <laughs> Phone again. Bob, it's Tom Smothers. I said, oh, it is you, isn't it? <laughs> he said, yeah. He said, "Can you, I saw what you did last night. Can you come over to CBS today? I said, yes, I can. <laughs> I go over to CBS. He's there. Starts talking to me. He said, can you be a writer-performer on the Glenn Campbell Summer Brothers show? I said, yeah. He said, I'm going to pair you with this comic who works at Notbury Farm is Steve Martin. Steve, this is Bob. Hmm. You'll be partners. We lived together for three years. We worked on Campbell. We worked on some other. That's what Tommy did for us. Wow. And we were kids. All of the writers were kids. But I mean, it was. gave us that kind of a shot. But it was like a who's who. Isn't that a dream? But it was like a who's who of great writers, though, right? Like, Shanling was on. Was Shanling on Smothers Brothers or no? No. He was oh he was good times. That was another one that had a like a surprising amount yeah. of of uh people that went on and stuff. Right. But yeah, I'm always amazed by that. People behind the scenes. There's only three networks though. So if that you got was the greatest. That's and you know what? The ratings, you had to get a thirty five share. Right. There yeah. wasn't like a four share and you stay on. Do you watch anything it else? Was really, super? It was really I mean, you would have loved to be in those days. I'm telling you. Super. Because it was, and, and, and we, the young people, we, we, you couldn't get into our show. Right. And once Tommy said, how would you like to see a beetle? And the audience went crazy. And he opened his hand, he had a dead beetle. <laughs> and they went, boo! And all of a sudden, George Harrison walked out. Uh, that's great. Wow. Super. Yeah. Well, I met you when- I met you when you guest hosted, when I was writing on Jimmy's show the first year and you guest hosted. You can be honest now because Jimmy's been on for 15 years. It was a Time Magazine Man of the Year candidate and had a phenomenal year. It was a great Oscar host, all this stuff. That first year, how how long did you think his show was going to be on? Um, you, you had no idea. You had, I, I had no idea. I knew that he was a... A really good person, and I knew that he took his job seriously. So you know you can't predict what can happen, but I knew he had a good shot. Hmm. But you can't predict how long anything's going to go. You just never know. What about Dicky? How, I mean, how much you know about, him? They were about <laughs> to fire Corral. Yeah, it's true. You know his ratings were so low. Corral, Colbert, you mean, right? I mean Colbert. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm and so Carell, sorry. both of them. That's okay. Let me add the one. I mean, uh, 
cancel my show and don't use any of this. <laughs> when we, uh, Bill, I don't know if you remember this, Adam Scott, who we like, an actor, yeah. was on. It was his first television appearance ever. Oh, that's right. And <laughs> Super was the guest host. And in those days, the guest host stuck around the whole show. No one does that anymore. They do their segment. They're gone. Adam Scott is on, and he's nervous, and he tells a story, and it runs a little long. Yeah. And about the four-and-a-half-minute mark, Super leans in and says, are we back from commercial yet? <laughs> <laughs> and I think, so I think me and Bill and Tony Barbieri were dying laughing, and everyone else was friends with Adam Scott. And was like, screw it. That's terrible. How, uh, dare, him. how dare he do that? And then, But then you set something up. I don't know if you remember. You set something up where – when you came back from rehearsal, I'm sorry, when you came back from commercial, um, Adam was going to deliver the last line of the story, and the audience was to give him a standing ovation. <laughs> and it ended up playing really well. But uh, there you go. That's how you break young talent in, right? That's great. He still credits well, you to this I day. Was on the Tonight Show. I was on the Tonight Show one night. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you who it was, but, but he followed me, and I stayed on the couch, and he, he bombed. I mean fucking bombed. And we go to commercial, and he said, Jesus Christ, this this audience is silent. I said, no, it isn't. It's the loudest I've ever heard. You are fucking bombing. <laughs> and then we came back from commercial. <laughs> who was and it? He was just look. he was just looking at me. Who was it? You could tell us who it was. We have three no, listers. Tell you, of we course. have three listers. Come on. Yeah, no one's, well, who's going to hear this? I can't tell you. Well, if it was someone successful, who cares? Was they it did, Ray they, Charles? I'm not going to tell you. Of course not. <laughs> Joe Lewis. It was Chick Hearn. No, it wasn't Joe. <laughs> what about Johnny Carson? People didn't. People thought he wasn't a, a nice guy. I loved him. I loved him. What'd you love about him? He liked you because he liked everything, you. Everything. Everything. <laughs> he. He. He just. I mean, with me, I don't know how he was. I mean, I, he never questioned. Mm-hmm. I would just give him the stuff, and, and he never questioned what we were doing. He just, he was just a, a great guy. I mean, my, my, my feeling about him. And I also, when I was 23, I worked with Steve Allen. I co-hosted his television show and his radio show. And you have, he was like my second father. And right. you don't know how brilliant he was, how yeah. great he was. I went to I went to New York with him when he when he co-hosted Dick Cavett, and I came out as a Polish attorney <laughs> when Polish jokes were not allowed on television. And I, and I, I mean, it was the funniest bit you've ever seen in your life <laughs> because I I said. Uh, he said, well, what is not allowed? I said, well, I'll give you an example, but I can't mention the network or the show. And he said, well, go ahead. I said, Johnny turned to Ed, and the audience goes out. And I would tell a Polish joke, which he hadn't heard, and he would die. He would die, and I would stare at him. And it was, it was just, and then at the end of the bit, the next night, 20 Polish people showed up, and they were armed. Armed? And it wound up going to the Supreme Court. What? I, tell, I swear to God on my life. What? Uh, but you would have, you would have believed me. The both of you would have loved him. Oh, I believe and, it. And, and it was just, you know, it was just really exciting. And in those days, 
if you scored on Johnny Carson, the next yeah. day was yours. Now Sal's podcast is like that. Yeah, that's what my podcast is like. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> I remember. Well, I know. I, I mean, believe me, if I am scoring tonight, yeah. tomorrow I will be dancing. <laughs> I will know everyone will be come by and honking. I believe it. Hey, hey. I remember you from Letterman more, though. Uh, obviously, Me too. Right? That's that, how I got to know Super Dave. Yeah. That's yeah. A, but and Dave played. We're Letterman kids. He played great with you, right? Yeah, it was it was it was pretty great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, pretty he great. doesn't like Letterman. Doesn't like Lin Manuel Miranda. Those are my two takeaways from yeah, this podcast. That's it. Oh, I love Letterman. I love Letterman. Let me tell you some other things <laughs> I bet on. I bet on <laughs> Foreman Ali. Oh, uh, okay. Because I was sure Foreman was going to kill him. Mm-hmm. What was the line? And he didn't. I bet on the Dodgers Astros last year. Oh, yeah. I, I bet on you. Trump Clinton. I bet Clinton. Yeah. Yeah, I had all these, too. Uh, but seriously, though, Lin Manuel Miranda may be like three too many scenes. Oh, my God. You keep bringing him up. <laughs> but let me see if I have one more. Ooh, this is a good one. What happened? A Jewish gentleman, a Mexican, <laughs> and a black man are sitting on a park bench with a bigot. And uh, the, the uh, black man has a lamp next to him and he's, he's looking at it and all of a sudden a genie pops up and she, she said I'll give you, each one of you a wish and the Jewish man said I would like all the Jews to go to Israel and live in peace and never have any she said boom you got it he disappeared the Mexican said I would like the same thing all the Mexicans go to Mexico and they boom you got it he said and the black man said I want the same wish I want all the black people to be a Go to Africa and never have a boom, you got it. She said, she said, Bigot, what is your wish? He said, wait a minute. All the Jewish people in Israel, all the Mexicans in Mexico, all the black people in Africa? Yes, he said, I'll have a Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's good. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks a lot. No, you got it. Thanks, thanks, a, lot. thanks a lot for reading. That one. Oh, like the sixth one. You got it. You got me. That was nice. I was nervous there for a while, but you brought it home. Why, so, why were you nervous? What can you say and what can't you say? I don't know. You tell us. It's 2017. No, you tell me. You didn't is, tell me what we can say. It is a little annoying. Super, how, how do you feel about that? Comedy's changed, right? You really have to second guess. I mean, you don't, but you, people have to second guess what, what they say nowadays, right? Why is that true? Uh, I don't know. Culture. Yeah, it's, it's so- see, I, I disagree with that. I, I, look, if you say something that is is really, really horrible, yes. Mm-hmm. But if you say something that makes people laugh, I don't think you have to worry about it. But I think because I really don't. people are more sensitive now, and uh, on social media, they express their outrage, and then you know, it, it snowballs at that point. Not, well, for, I think not for super. Possibly, <laughs> I think possibly our country right now is in a, um, I don't want to say the word mess, but it's, it's, it's in trouble right now, mm-hmm. like it's never been in trouble before. And every week there's some new scandal and things like that. But, but I, I think if we lose our sense of humor, we're in deep trouble. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I, I, I don't think, I'm, I think you've got to stay away from racial jokes. 
I think you've got to stay away from jokes about murder or anything like that. Mm. But I think a joke is a joke if it makes you laugh. I don't think that's bad. Um, yeah, I feel the same way. I, I, you know, people have different sensibilities, though. Uh, what do you think about this? Celebrity net worth has you at $5 million. What? What is that? <laughs> did you even hear it? I should actually. Yes. All right. Oh, you did. I should have had you yeah. guess what celebrity net worth. It's a, it's a website. Uh, and how much do you think they have you at? What? What do you get? What would you guess? <laughs> I have no idea. $5 million. That's pretty good. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very good. That's that's not accurate. He's got well, more. Well, it would be if I yes. He's got more than that. Right now, I'm living in a brick hut. <laughs> I've been to Super's house in Palm Springs. It's pretty great. Right on a golf course. Oh, we can we can shut our mouth. We don't have to say anything. Oh, you don't want to know. You don't want people to know. Oh. <laughs> and it looks out over the city, and you know, I've also been to his house in Beverly Hills, and I'm just boom. I had my daughter had a soccer tournament in Palm Springs or a soccer game. We yeah. went down there. I'd never been there, mm-hmm. and uh, didn't you love it? Well, it's 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 skewed a little old. It seemed like Palm Desert, what? Palm where you are, super. It's better than Palm. No, no, where Palm I Springs seem old. No. Okay. Right. Where you are, it is not. Yeah. Tell us exactly right. where Palm you are. Springs does skew old. It does. Mm-hmm. What What street are you on in Palm Desert? Oh, no, I'm in Indian Wells. <laughs> Indian, Indian Wells near I'm the tennis. What? So you got the tennis. What? Tennis. There's a big tennis tournament. Indian oh, Wells. He tournament. Know, he oh, he knows. He knows there's a tennis tournament. You can't believe it. You can't believe how good it is. Yeah. How big it is. Why do you play tennis? I do play tennis, but my wife goes to Indian. She loves tennis. She goes to Indian Wells every year to see uh, well, that Serena. Is insane. Yeah, it's good. But, uh, but I like golf. I play golf. Why do you like it so much? I can't get into well, it. I like golf. You love it, right? Yeah, because well, I played college basketball, and if I try to play basketball now, right. First of all, I'm white, and secondly, it doesn't work too well. I feel like people watch, uh, I'm like, Bill loves Tom Brady, and you can only be in awe of a quarterback or a, a baseball player so much. I love Jimmy more now. I've you, moved on to Jimmy. You moved on Becoming to Jimmy? Becoming a Niners fan. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo. He's yeah. so handsome. Yeah, but I feel like big golf fans are in, in, in awe that you can't even explain when they're watching Spieth or Tiger Woods in oh, his yeah. heyday. Like, yeah. It's not even what comparable. Makes me sad, what makes me very sad is Tiger Woods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he had the gift. Something happened. Mm. Um, I don't know what it was, but he got very, very big all of a sudden. Yeah. And then pared back down to his natural weight. Mm-hmm. And he's never been able to get rid of this injury he has to play like he can play. By far, he was the greatest player that ever played. He tra- he, he, By far. He put too much muscle. His body was meant to look a certain way and move a certain way, and he put too much muscle on it, and it made his back go and it made his knees go. I mean, he really, like, uh, if he never did that, I I, I, I think he would have won, like, 100 majors. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, he was unstoppable. He, he was just, he was so much fun to watch. Did you get to see him I mean, a couple and, weeks you know, ago? 
He may, making a little bit of a comeback, maybe. Yeah, no, I'm still holding that hope. because that was one day. And, and Tiger, for a comeback, would have played four days and, and been eight under or something like that. He, he, he played one, gray, one good day and then faded again. Well, no, he was but, in the 60s was, three times. He, he was three, in the 60s three times. Three it wasn't rounds. that bad. Yeah, just a, just a second I think there, you should have a little more faith in your man. Yeah. I love him. I mean, if he comes back, I love him. I love to watch him. He was golf. Mm-hmm. Here, here's the thing. He was, he, was, he, was, he was Babe Ruth of golf, Willie Mays of golf. How great was Willie Mays? Well, we missed him. We only saw highlights, and I know he was, uh, after, after his prime, he came up for a cup of coffee with the 73 Mets, which was exciting yeah, that was, to see. But uh, well, that didn't end prime, well. He went from first to third faster than anyone could go from first to second. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there was, a, there was a shot where a ball was hit to right field, and Bonds went back, leaps for the ball, and missed it, and Willie, who was the center fielder, caught it. Hmm. Wow. I mean, he was, he was, and God, could he hit. And that wasn't even your team, right? You were a Dodger fan. You had plenty no, of good but, players but, in the but, 60s. But, uh, you know, a player like that was just, he was just magnificent. Yeah. I think here's he was the, magnificent. Here's the thing with Tiger. If he can ever hang around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiger, I mean, I love Tiger Woods. <laughs> if it, but wait, wait, though. Him. If he If he can hang around until Saturday in a big tournament, when the gallery is really there, like it, Augusta yeah, is too good shot. to be true. Then yeah, I think the field will be psyched out. Like I, the '86 Masters is one of my favorite sports moments, and part of what was great about it was Nicholas. The crowd was so into it; they actually turned on the other golfers. Like They're applauding Shanks. Do you know what that does? Oh you know my what god! That, does? that the crowd could win it for him if he stays close. They could 100%. really like psych him out. Hundred yeah. percent, because you start hitting the club so much farther. They ruined it with. Uh, they ruined Seve in that 86 Masters. Seve and Norman both like just fell apart. The crowd was like just stink eyeing them. It was great. I, so I, I think I'm not a huge fan of is um, Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> yeah, he can't hit the driver. <laughs> he cannot hit the driver, and putting is like shit. But I'm trying to think of. Oh God, help me, please! I'll tell you. You'll know it immediately. He hit a ball and then ran up the fairway like a clown, hopping and skipping and moving. And oh. John Daly, you remember that? No. Recently, how Tell long? Me, please. How, how long ago? Red Fox? <laughs> no, it wasn't Red. Red never played golf. <laughs> He's right. Sergio like Garcia. The... Oh, Sergio oh, Garcia. Sergio Garcia. Oh, yeah. Okay, you don't like him. Why do you like him? No. Well, well you, so you don't like celebration in sports? This is this is. Uh... No, what I don't like is is. To me, Sergio, I, I, maybe it's me, but I see him when another guy is putting, moving, mm. moving around, oh. moving a uh, little bit. Interesting. There's some basketball and coaches that do that, that during free throws that I, I was. Basketball I hate that. coaches? Yeah, yeah, the NBA coaches. They'll they'll walk up the court right as the guy's shooting to get in his sight line. Really? I hate that stuff. Yeah, mm. I don't like that. How great are the Warriors? Yeah, They're not not as great as Sal and I thought this year. We no, thought they, we good. thought they were going to go hey, over. Wait, wait, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. No, we wait. know they're going to win the title, but yeah, they started out a little. You slow. know who I love? Do you know who I'm absolutely well? First of all, you 
love Curry, and you love what you love is their defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the guy they added is just Durant, brilliant. Nick yeah. Young. <laughs> I think he's probably oh. talking Durant. <laughs> yeah, he is brilliant. Super yeah. Dave, if if Sal and I came to Indian Wells and we did we we brought podcast equipment and did like a four hour pod, would you hang out with us? But well, isn't that what this Absolutely. is? Absolutely. Oh. And then take us to the tennis? Uh, we take us to the tennis? Can we go sit? Can you get decent seats? Of course I can get seats. <laughs> you take the me, Sal, and Tate, the producer, the three of us, you'll take us. I'm excited us. for this. We're going to do It'll this. It'll be a fun road when trip, is right? That? What, what month is that, Tony? It's coming up. It's like, uh, hey, it's January, I think. Fun, but I'm, no, I'm not making fun. I'm, I'm dead serious. If we'll drive up to see to you. This tennis tournament, it's better than any tournament in tennis, honestly. I am not making fun. I'm inviting myself. It's the three of us will come see you. We'll even Did play you golf with you. <laughs> yeah, well, you four you have four hours of stories in your sleep. We, you, you, you can no, read. You me. can retell you the Red Fox story like we're you cutting. Ever, you could stay in my five million dollar house. Yeah. <laughs> Good, he copped to it. <laughs> no, listen to me. If you want to come, come. I promise. All right, let's do that. Let's no, put listen, that on. The- you no, know, you're. No, uh, you know what I'm doing? I'm looking you, it up. I'm looking up uh, then, when this tournament and is. And then when you're in L.A., we'll return the favor. We'll take you to Hamilton. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, did you know that he's a good guy? He worked on our show. I swear to God. What are you talking about? Of course mean? we know. He was on the three episodes. Oh, you mean he worked behind the no, scenes? No, no, no. He was, I guess he was either a writer or something. He was there every day. Oh, really? Hmm. A writer? Yeah. I thought nobody wrote scripts. Oh, did he write now your lines? Now he's a writer? Did he write your lines? I, no one writes the scripts. <laughs> they write the outlines, okay? okay? In other words, the two of us, the three of us come into a room, and you go there, and the idea, idea, but the talk is ad lib. Right. I love it. I love the show. I love what you do. I miss it. Indian yeah, Wells. You know I'm the best. You know I'm the best. I, I called you the MVP. I didn't. Uh, I get just it. said I needed more time to think. I didn't want to just give it to him right away. Yeah, I wanted to marinate nice. on it. I just wanted to marinate. It's a big decision. I think it's like uh, pull him out of the box and get a pinch hitter in for him. <laughs> what about uh, JB Smooth? He's up there. He's eh, funny. No? Eh. He's good, but but you know when it comes down to it, and you have to pull up. You gotta get. You're gonna go with me. All right. Well, I will say, out of all of the people who are on that show, Super is the only one who seems like he's making the people break character a little bit. Yeah. When right. things are going, yeah, like, you, like, you can see Larry is barely holding it together in some of the super scenes. So I, yeah. that's hey, that's in his candidacy. Listen to me carefully. Listen, when is the tennis tournament? I'm looking at it now. It's March 5th through March 18th. Oh yeah, we're coming. If you don't, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> we're okay, gonna be there. We're gonna be there. We're coming. We, we legitimately invited ourselves. We're March fifteenth. We're going. Super Dave Osborne. You can see him March fifteenth, March eighteenth, March fifth. I promise you. <laughs> yeah. You will have the, You will. You will walk into that. You know what he did like uh, two years ago? Who? He, he told the builders. He said, um, "I want another. I want another stadium." Oh. And they went. All right. It'll take a couple. Of, he said, "No, no." A year. I want it next year. And they did it. Wow. Nice. This gentleman has a lot of money. 
and he's rebuilding, he's redoing the whole main stadium. He's going to have four more restaurants. When you see it, you will drop dead. <laughs> well, okay, forget it. No, 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 You know what? I don't, why, don't you just, why don't you roll around the goddamn floor and laugh it off? <laughs> We're coming. We're coming. We're here. Are you having the time here? God Lock it down. <laughs> We're here. We're going. I'm looking at the pictures now. It really does look beautiful. We're going. Palm trees everywhere. March 5th to the 18th, we'll do a four-hour podcast. We'll stay in your $5 million house, and yeah. that'll be nice. But why, why a four-hour podcast? <laughs> well, because we're going to cut them up. It'll be a four-parter. Oh, we got to go set. we do it in one day? we do it yeah. in one day? We're going to do seven, the 1970s, 1980s, 1990s, 2000s. There we'll do a day, each decade we'll cover. See, you don't know anyone else who has worked that much. It's no, true. He, he, That's it, true. Just, you have a lot of stories. You've we got to get all. them all out. You're the you didn't m- even talk about when I produced Van Dyke and Company won an Emmy for that. Oh, so we're going in the 60s. Yeah, we'll go back. You're, you know who many... Here's the greatest. Here's the greatest. <laughs> who played, not Gary Berghoff, but the other guy that played Radar on MASH? There were two Radars? Yeah, because yeah. the original no, 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 Radar no. left. Oh, Gary Berghoff left MASH, remember? He's he's never seen again. No, there was only one. No, Gary Berghoff left MASH. And there was was a a different radar? Yeah. And then, no. Who played radar? (laughs) (laughs) Look it up on your phone. All right, I'm looking it up. I don't know. (laughs) The internet's a little Uh, slow. How are we going to do four hours if you can't find out who played radar? Love a high-speed connection. I can't find Gary Berghoff. But then he left. Gary was not radar. No, Gary Berghoff was radar. You're thinking of Klinger. Oh, you're thinking Jamie Farr. That's who I'm thinking of. That's that's (laughs) Klinger. Jamie Farr? Yeah, Yeah. Jamie Farr was Klinger, Toledo Mudhens, and uh, and all that. Yeah. Okay, I'm probably thinking of Gary Berghoff. Yeah. Okay. Mm. All right. Okay, listen to this. (laughs) I'm doing the Joey Heatherton and Dad Summer Show. And the reason I did it is, you remember the name Fred Silverman? Sure, of course. Okay, greatest goddamn programmer in the history of television. Fred Silverman he made, he made Fonzie, uh, he made Fonzie live with the Cunninghams. That was a big, uh, I'm going to live upstairs. And he did Sonny and Cher, which right. I worked on. Okay. He and, created, he and Super Train. Show. Yeah. What? Super Train. Super Train. That was when it, not a hit. <laughs> okay. Then he's going over to ABC with a new deal, and he says to my partner and I, I will bring you over there with a three-year deal, and it will be your deal. I will not force any shows on you. Of course, the first show he forces on us is Red Fox. Mm-hmm. But, but anyway, he said you have to do the Joey and Dad summer show. And Joey Heatherton at the time was the cutest human being that ever walked the face of the earth. Every day I would look at her, and you know, when you see someone like that, you try to find something. You look at her toes, you look at her face, you want to find something that doesn't work, okay? (laughs) You look at her teeth, her nose, maybe there's a little hair there, something going on, nothing. Adorable. Married to Lance Renzel, who maybe showed his thing to kids, but don't worry about it. He's playing for the Cowboys. Okay. Um, that is true. First meeting. Uh, I said, 
say to Joey, listen, it's a summer show. We don't have a lot of money. you got to help us with booking. We're already booked. <laughs> we are? Yes. Frank Sinatra is doing the first show. Perry Como is doing the second. Dean Martin is doing the third. And Vic uh, Damone is doing the fourth. I said, what? Do they, they know what money they're getting? Done. Promise. Done. First guest, Gary Berghoff. <laughs> and I had to give him a song. What do you Did mean? Did you hear me? What do you mean you had to give him a song? That's what his agent said. Did you hear me? <laughs> you had to give Not him a Frank song? Sinatra. Right, I get it, I get it. <laughs> Gary Berghoff, and I had to give him a song. <laughs> What did he sing? Uh, who the fuck knows? <laughs> <laughs> what difference did it make? What did he sing? A stupid fucking question. No, I just uh, what, I can't imagine you what think this I guy. I remember in my fucking career what Gary Berghoff said. All right, I don't know. I, I I I feel like you set me up with these with these stories. Yeah, he sang my way. <laughs> Wait, the but fuck, do I know what he sang? <laughs> Wait, before we go. It's Tate's mic's on, right? Yeah. Tate's what? Tate's a millennial. He's twenty four. Um, Tate's our producer. Let's give yeah. Tate one pod one uh, podcast question for Super Dave. Oh, go ahead, Tate. Yeah. Ask Who a millennial. Tate, our producer. He's producing it. He's, produ he's going to be twenty four years old. It, 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 does, it doesn't matter, Super Dave. You're the man. Give, me the, give me the question. <laughs> give him the question. <laughs> I. Uh, he's. A, we already know he's worth five million dollars. So you don't have to ask that. What happened to the hat? What happened to the S hat? Do you still have it? Oh. Mm. The Super Dave hat? Yeah, the Super Dave hat. You still wear it around the house? Think of the glory days? Oh, isn't that funny? <laughs> you know what? I was going to give you all a Super Dave hat autographed, and now I'm not. <laughs> oh, you fucked up. That's a stupid goddamn <laughs> fucking question. How many hats were there? How many did you have? How many do you think we made? I don't know. How many did you make? Are, there st are they we still around? Are they on eBay? Let me tell you this story. <laughs> the most important thing, obviously, when I did Super Dave was my special effects guy. Mm -hmm. We did the show in Canada. My special effects guy was probably the worst in the world. And it was the most important thing. And he walked around <laughs> in a doctor's smock. So I'm doing this thing where I had... 17 holes on a golf course, and finally we were able to buy the land for the 18th holes. Part three, I hit the ball. I'm ready to putt, and I say to Fuji, why did it take us so long to get this 18th hole? He said, sacred Indian burial ground. I said, oh, and they don't mind? No, I get an arrow in the ass. Look up on the mountain, there's an Indian with a golf bag and arrows in it, and he's dressed as a golfer, and he sent an arrow in my ass. Special effects guy said, how are we going to do this? He said, what we're going to do is, you're going to sit down in a mold, special mold, blah, 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 you're going to put it in your pants, and I'm going to slingshot a razor arrow into that. Now, I know it's going through. I am positive it's going through. Mm -hmm. So we're ready, and here it comes. I can hear it on the, on the, on the nylon. Hits the thing right into my ass. <laughs> Never had pain like that in my fucking life. <laughs> and I look over to him before I fall, because I'm not doing this again. 
and it gives me a couple of palms up. Like you win a few, you lose a few. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Oh, my God. Uh, all right. We're going to, I mean, this is, you have so many. We are going to have so to do this four hour. Yeah, we're going to go. We're, we're coming go to Indian Wells. We're going to Indian Wells. We should promote it. What are you, cutting me off? <laughs> yeah, we're done. Sure, it's been over an hour. We're done. That's it? Yeah, that's it. Our three listeners <laughs> have to go home. Your, what about all your, I mean, what about all your, uh, uh, <laughs> what? wait, wait, let me see what I got here. We got to go, Tate. Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. <laughs> is this Gomer, a joke? It's a driver of his life. <laughs> Unfortunately, his wife's standing on the red tee and hits her in the head. Knocks her down like a cupid doll. He starts screaming for help. Paramedics don't come for 20 minutes. They rush her to the hospital. He's going apeshit. Finally, the doctor comes out. He said, I'm sorry, Mr. Johnson, your wife passed away. He goes, no, no, no. He said, but listen, that's the first time it's happened. So many people are playing golf that this is the eighth death we've had this year. He said, no. He said, but yours was a little different. Not only did we find a ball embedded in her head, there was also one in her rectum. He said, that was my mulligan. (laughs) (laughs) That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds with Cousin Sal, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. You cut these out. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you cut them out, I'll put them right on Conan. Uh, We have to end it, unless Tate has another question about your wardrobe. I think we should call it quits now. Tate, you want Make fun of the hats again because now you're not getting one. <laughs> <laughs> I want one. I really want one. Super, thanks for coming hey, on. Let me tell you something, Go guys. Ahead. Yeah. Don't make fun of that tennis tournament. I no, we love it. Serious. We're coming. We're going to be there. We've never seen anything like it in your life. <laughs> We're there. I love it. Thanks, Super. We Dave. will see you, Super. Thanks, Al. You know what I love is that, 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 that you said, let's do a four <laughs> this well, one, and it was this one. It's going to be about half as long as this one, yeah. A four-hour podcast. We love you, Hi, Super. Guys. Thanks, Super you Dave. Super Dave, you'll, you'll hey, see him. Talk four hours now. <laughs> He'll be at Indian Wells. See? You'll see him in seven years on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Anything else to plug, Super? Let me see if there's a... What did you say, seven years? No, no, we're not waiting seven years. Oh, you're yet. not? Okay. Let's come no. back. All right. Good. Yeah. Excellent. Let Bring it see, back uh, quickly. More Miranda. No, I think we had a good day, a good conversation. Oh, good. I feel good about it. How do you feel about it? It was great. I think it's good. It was I, great. I, I hope you know, Tate's going to be here until midnight editing, but I thought you were the MVP of the podcast. <laughs> oh, that's very nice. We will All see right. you soon. We'll talk to you. Bye-bye. Thanks. All right, that's that for the Degenerate Trifecta. And Bill Simmons and Super Dave Osborne, I'm Sal, saying so long and happy handicapping. Now-